Hello everybody, it's me. I haven't uh, done a podcast in a little bit, but I've been doing some research. And uh, I wanted to go into more of how your mind is your most powerful tool, and I truly believe that. Um, I have had MS for, oh God, 30 years now. And, you know, I didn't find out about it until about five years ago, but I have fought with it for 30 years. And uh, depending on the situation, it has put me in some really awkward positions. So, uh, and there's times that I tried to tell people I was sick, and of course nobody believed me. And I'm sure some of you guys have dealt with that situation. And uh, MS is a beast, but, you know, we all know that. So anyway, getting back to your mind, your mind is a very powerful tool. And depending on the situation you're in, it can make things better or worse. Now, I don't believe that you can think away cancer or you can think away MS. Those are things that I just, I can't get on board with. But I do believe that in the right context, you have the control over the disease in your body and that maybe just maybe that your mind is powerful enough that in the long term you can slow its progression so I've done some research and there's a gentleman named Dr. Bruce Lipton and he has a book out it's called the biology of belief now some of the stuff in there I can't agree with it's just it's too far out but some of the stuff in this book uh, is pretty interesting. And uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton was a real doctor. He was a scientist, and he was working on uh, uh, cloning, actually. He was doing some uh, cloning of cells. And what they were trying to prove is that you are nothing but a product of your DNA. So your DNA basically made you. And there, nothing else really mattered. So what Dr. Lipton did was he took his cells, the cells he was cloning, and he exposed them to different environments. And what they found out was that DNA was only a small part of what actually made you. You were made by the environment that you are exposed to, which of course now we know that it's nature and nurture, right? So it's the environment you're exposed to that also causes you to be who you are. And I mean, it's a pretty simple concept, but there was a time that uh, we thought very simply that it was our DNA. It was our programming that made us. So uh, if you take that one step further, then the environment that we live in or we allow ourselves to live in definitely affects the symptoms or the way that we're affected by diseases, our disease functions. And I really honestly believe that MS is affected by the negativity that surrounds us because it is definitely affected by stress. So if you want to go out on a limb with me here, now this is going out on a limb, but MS is a, feeds off stress. It is one of, the, one of the few diseases that feeds off of stress. So if you can go back to a point in your life where it was just absolutely horribly stressful and then think about 
your first exacerbation, the first time you actually felt like exhausted and tired and maybe numb, maybe you couldn't walk, maybe you had problems with your eyes, something like that. If you could put two and two together like that, then you could see how that environmental situation might have kicked off your MS. Now, I know a lot of MS sufferers get their first exacerbation after a car accident, after whiplash, after some kind of damage to their neck in that area. I mean, that is an environmental factor kicking off MS. I mean, it's right there. So environment does have something to do with MS and the stress that, that uh, uh, it feeds off of. So if we look at it like that, then we should be able to limit the exacerbations and how it affects us by controlling stress. And we all know that. But how do we control stress? And there it is, right? How are you going to control stress and how, how can you? And I'm a firm believer in m mental control, right? Don't ever let yourself get into that stressful, horrible point. My job before I got totally disabled was horribly stressful. I was an engineer. I built huge projects that had to be done in a specific amount of times for a specific amount of money. Sorry, I've got a little dry mouth. Uh, for people that uh, uh, were very serious about getting it done, and that it was built for people who wanted to see me fail. And on top of that, I had a very large family that needed me to make, make it happen. So I had a, such a stressful life. I can remember one day that I was sitting in my living room and my eyes, they hurt so bad. I was having, I don't know, I guess it was optic neuritis. And I was having trouble seeing. I, and I had had some trouble seeing for several weeks on end. And I was lit, sitting in the living room. And I said, man, my eyes hurt. And my wife just looked at me and said, stop it. I don't want the kids to see you this way. It's all in your head. You know, the problem with MS is it's hard to prove that it, it's happening. But, you know, that struck me to the bone. And that's something else is that you can't get other people to believe what you're dealing with. So that's a whole other stressor that you have to deal with. So you have to learn to control stress. And I really believe that if you don't find ways to limit that exposure, then you just make your situation worse. So meditation is another good way to control that stress and uh, I'm not a great guy to learn meditation from uh, I am just now learning it I am working on a PhD in holistic medicine so uh, eventually I will probably be able to teach you how to do it but right now I am not the guy <laughs> to do it but meditation relaxation and uh, learning to control your mind in stressful situations don't let yourself fall into those stressful situations. And don't let people make you feel stressed out or make you feel that you are 
not experiencing what you're really experiencing because it is happening. Uh, MS is one of those diseases that just takes so long to actually make itself known. Now, some people, bam, it's there, but some people, it takes a real long time. So I would also advise you to find a support group. I have always been alone. And I'm okay with being alone. I, I don't mind it. I actually like being alone. But I would advise you, if you are starting to deal with MS symptoms, to find a support group. Find people you can talk to. Because without that support, it's a terrible, horrible situation. And you have to be incredibly strong to make it through. And um, I, I, I'm... I've always been alone, so I know what that's like. Find a support group, find people you can talk to, and don't be afraid to talk to them. Uh, the MS Society has a good resource for support groups. So yeah, and you can dial in online. You don't even have to be, you don't even have to go there. So anyway, that's this podcast. I'm sorry it's taken so long. There is a book by Dr. Bruce Lipton. Some of it's online. I suggest you read the parts that are online first because it gets a little, you know, new agey. And uh, I'm signing off. Bye.